and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this The Darkest Timeline. I'm the ever-elusive Slagathor, and I'm filling in for Axe Wright because he's fighting a robot version of himself. What the hell is that about, Ulrich? Well, I've long been contemplating replacing Axel with a robot, and now I'm making them fight to the death to see if I should or not. I think that might be a little extreme, but how about we just talk about Comic-Con? Okay, we can do that. So you want to start with just the big news to come out of, you know, Comic-Con? Sure. Uh, well, the big one was the announcement of the DC streaming service, which, oh boy, another streaming service, just what the world needs. Yeah. Um, their big flagship, you know, title being uh, Titans, which we'll go into detail when we talk about <sighs> trailers. But... I think they said it's going to be $7.99 a month. It's going to have a bunch of original programming, a remastered Batman the Animated Series, and access to their digital comics vault, which I think is kind of interesting, but I don't think that's going to convince me to take on yet another streaming service. What about you? Yeah, I'm not going to pay for this. I'm just, I'm honestly not a big fan of the DC universe anyway, or anything really that DC's come out with. And so... Anything that they're offering for this whole streaming service, I'm just not into. So I, it's it's not for me. Um, so yeah, I definitely would not be paying for this. But speaking of a streaming service I'm interested in, Disney announced the return of Clone Wars, the animated series, which, if you haven't seen, is friggin' awesome, and the internet lost its collective shit. Now, um... This is exciting. I'm excited for this. This I don't know if this will convince me to get the DC streaming service alone, but this is a better foot forward for me than Titans was. Yeah, I know you're excited about it. I I call myself a Star Wars fan because um, I because I am, but I'm more on the whole dark side of everything. I don't really care about any of the good guys in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a little weird, but. I've tried watching the Clone Wars and stuff, uh, the cartoon or whatever, and to me, I just can't because Ahsoka just annoys the shit out of me. So I'm, but whatever. It's not for me, <laughs> again, but I'm at least glad that you're getting something that you want to see. Yeah, and if this comes combined with, you know, the Marvel and the old Disney project, I think this one has a better selling point than most of the other streaming services do because, well, one, Disney owns all the things now because, in case you missed out, they, the Fox deal's going through. Uh-huh. Comcast back down, and it's going for $70 billion. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so they're going to own all the things. So I think inevitably we're going to end up at least trying it. I mean... Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, the other big breaking DC news that... I've kind of been going, eh, and I know you went, no, was the announcement of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker in a standalone Joker origin story. Yeah, I I honestly feel like I know that they are trying so hard to grab for something, for some sort of money, you know, something, but I just really want them to stop. <laughs> this is This is so... Everybody's going to be so upset because it's not one of the three original good Jokers and stuff. And everybody hates on Jared Leto, whatever. Everybody's going to hate on Joaquin Phoenix. So, you know, I 
I know that they keep trying, and I know that they keep trying, but I'm honestly so sick and tired of seeing more Joker stuff and them trying just to, I don't know, grab for something that I feel like they're not going to make work. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of the thing. I've never, you know, minced words. I'm not a big fan of Batman. No. Uh, Joker's an interesting character, but he's an interesting character because he doesn't have a backstory. He doesn't have a known motivation. Yeah. There's all these things, and it really sounds like they're going to do the killing joke where one bad day changes the course of history. And That's fine and all, but I don't think that they should have tried adapting it. I think it just should have stayed the same. Uh, it should have just stayed as a cartoon and been like that. I don't think that they should have been trying to do this. Well, and this is all speculation. We're all speculating it's going to be the Killing Joke origin story, which, let's look at what happened. They did the Killing Joke. It didn't do well. The creators of the Killing Joke have kind of gone, yeah, not our best work. And uh -oh. here's the biggest thing. DC is struggling to create a cohesive cinematic universe. Yeah. This will take place outside of their established universe. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to go into this going, wait a second, what happened to the other guy? Where's Batman? How does this play in? You know, because you know people aren't going to go into it thinking it's all part of everything because they don't read up on the news or anything. And that's fine. It's a bit of a mix. Like, a lot get... of people got upset with Infinity Wars going, oh, well, you had to know all this stuff going in. That's not fair. That was a movie 10 years in the making. If you didn't, you know, know that, you're on your own. If you go into this random Joker movie thinking it's going to tie into the other one, that's not the equivalent. Yeah. And I think that they could pull this off if they had established themselves a bit further down the line and, you know, had proven they've got a good bunch of movies, they know what they're doing, then this could work. But maybe not Joker. I don't think anything interesting is going to come of revealing the origins of Joker. No, but it's all they ever do is Joker or Batman. So. Well, because it's what the fans tell them they want. And... If you haven't learned at this point, don't listen to the fans. No. They're morons. Yeah. So, should we talk about trailers? I suppose so. All right, let's talk about that big one that divided the internet and will continue the DC trend, Titans. Slagathor? I was not excited at all when I heard they were making a live-action Teen Titans movie. I thought that was stupid, and I knew it wasn't going to work, and as soon as... I came home, and Ulrich was all like, you're never going to believe this, and he made me watch it. I was a big fat nope, because it looked stupid, like I knew it was going to. And <sighs> I have to say, because it's been on my mind since the day, because I didn't know about this until Ulrich told me, but the girl, lady, woman, actress, actress, <laughs> actress that played or that looked like was going to play Starfire, has left, and... She's still on the show, but she's left social media. She's been oh, bullied okay. off okay. social media. Okay. Congratulations, thought... Internet. It took you all of two fucking days. Yeah, I thought she was bullied off of the show and everything, too. But... The um, show is filmed and done. Okay, well, whatever. So, But I have to say, even though I didn't at first like the idea or the look of her as Starfire... I was going to give her a try and give her a chance, and I still am, to see how well of a character she would play, because Starfire is one of my favorite characters. But I think that the extreme to which 
fans will go because they are so fucking entitled and get so fucking butthurt is ridiculous. You need to fucking take a chill pill and just fucking calm it. Like, seriously, you should not be bullying actors and actresses just because they take up roles that you do not like. You are so childish. Yeah. No, I was at the other. I was kind of excited for this because I've been seeing, you know, the costume leaks come out, and it's like, wow, that looks really. Those costumes look really cool. Yeah. And then I watched the trailer, and then they had the fuck Batman line. And I'm like, oh, get the fuck out. Yeah, I thought that was a bit extreme because fucking Robin doesn't do that. He's not it's like not, that. Like, come on. It's not even that. It's not like Robin. I'm okay for interpretations. It's childish. Yeah. This whole trailer. Felt like it was put together by a 15-year-old. It's like, yeah, violence and darkness. That's what. That's how the serious <laughs> things work. That's how we're going to show up them Marvel people. It's all dark and gritty. No, it's not. It's pedantic and dumb. Yeah, but isn't that what DC's kind of known for? Is their dark and gritty shit? Like, no! Uh-huh. Nolan did three movies that were dark and gritty, and one of which was good. And ever since then, that has become the label of which <laughs> DC has attached themselves to. It's like, it's dark and gritty and serious. No. Three of your movies were dark and gritty and serious. And you have a broody character which you have attached yourself to and refused to let evolve. One of your other mainstay guys is a flying dude in blue and red underwear. Yeah. Get the fuck out with this. It has to be dark and brooding. Ugh. No, just fuck off. Ugh. I don't know. There was also some other things like I I don't know about Ro- uh, not Robin uh, Raven. Looks like uh, um, she kind of. She looks like she fell out of the hot topic bin. Yeah. And she's supposed to be like Starfire, an alien princess. Yeah. And it's really weird because some of the costumes are really good, and some of the other costumes look downright lazy. And Beast Boy just looks like he has a green filter put over him. Yeah, I don't know. Where did the money go? I honestly kind of only got, like, a glimpse of Beast Boy, and that's all they really gave us. Um, So I don't really have much to say about that or anything. Um, One of the big things that kind of feels problematic for me is I feel like it's centered around Robin and Raven a lot because that's where all of the attention on the trailers was. and well, then just the two dark, broody characters. Don't you know we have to be dark and broody? And I understand in, like, the comics and everything else, you know, they got the main storyline. I mean, Robin is the leader and everything else, and he's got his whole shit with Slade and all this other stuff. And we got uh, Raven and her stuff with her father and everything. But, you know, they... All the other characters are just as important, and they really came across heavy-handed in the trailer with Raven and Robin. And I, I didn't really like that, but then, like I said, it's just a fucking trailer, so who knows? Yeah, we thought the Black Lightning trailer looked god-awful, and that yeah. turned out to be one of the best superhero shows I've seen this year. Yeah. But, no, to me, for the first outing, this was not a good one. And I know people out there like it. I've seen a lot of people positively responding, so... Maybe there's something we missed. Maybe... I mean, some of it looked cool. Like, some of her uh, Raven's powers when it was coming out and stuff, some of it looked cool. But I'm going to wait until some more trailers come out or more information or something like that before I give a definitive uh, whatever on. And I'm going to give it a shot and see what it's like and everything. And I'm 
that's that's all that's all we can really do is just wait for more information and give it a shot when it comes to TV. Yeah. So let's talk about Glass now. Uh, you didn't see the trailer for this. One. Uh, I saw a little bit. Yeah, this is the surprise third entry in the trilogy. No one knew that M Night Shyamalan was making. Yeah. Now I don't. Have you seen Unbreakable? Not the first one. I saw Split. Yeah, we both saw Split. We ha- I haven't seen Unbreakable either, namely because to me Shyamalan kind of name became dirt very quickly. Yeah. But we both I think really liked Split. Yes. And again, the big surprise with Split was, oh my God, this is a surprise sequel to uh, you know, Unbreakable with the superheroes. And I think, and this was a pretty good trailer. I mean, they're all kind of coming together and they're kind of playing up the angle of, oh, you don't really have superpowers, you're crazy. I don't think that's the case from what we've seen. No. And I've heard today that James McAvoy is supposed to have like 27 new additional personalities. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and part of what made Split so good was his ability to change characters. And, you know, it looks like it's going to be a good movie. And I think if done right, it'll be an interesting introspection into the superhero genre in general. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like I said, I did not see it. I just saw a few clips of Samuel L. Jackson, James McAvoy, McAvoy, and... um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, yeah. I saw them sitting in, what it was, the... They're all in an insane asylum. Yeah, and the one lady was sitting in front of them. That's pretty much all I saw. And then I think we watched, was it Movie Bob talk, talked Jeremy about Jones it? Johns talked Jeremy Johns talked about it. Jeremy Johns talked about it. And that's that's the extent of what I've seen. But, I mean... It's a cool trailer. It's a cool concept. I'm kind of right there with everybody else, though. The Shyamalan can still totally self-sabotage up. himself. Yeah. Because he seems to want to put a twist in. So... Who knows? All we can hope for is it's as good as... Because people liked the very first one, too. Unbreakable's pretty popular, from what I've gathered. Uh, Split was really good, so all we can hope for is that he follows it up on this third one and makes it a good ending. Um, That's really all we can hope for. So So now let's talk about the darkest, broodiest, most DC trailer that came out, Shazam. I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. But but, but Slagathor, it's not dark, it's not broody. There's colors and jokes. <laughs> it's a Marvel movie, don't you know? <laughs> I know. When this was first announced and you told me that it was going to be a young kid that turns into an adult and fights and shit, I was like, God, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, I fucking love this. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super hyped for this movie. And the funny thing is, is I know a lot of hardcore uh, DC Comics fans know, but Shazam was not his original name. No. His original name was uh, Captain Marvel. Oh. And he had to but he had to say, and she got his powers from, you know, saying Shazam, which was its own weird comic book thing. But through legalese and whatnot, it became Shazam. But no, this really feels like it's going to be a fun superhero comedy. Yeah, and, um, oh gosh, who's the guy? Zachary Levi. Yes, he looks really good. At first I thought it, it was, I don't know. for some I reason, thought it was bad casting at first, to be honest. Yeah, me too, but seeing him like that and everything, he looks good. I think his costume is padded a bit, but you can tell. He did not get that big. <laughs> no, but you can tell with, like, his. He worked out. Yes, you could tell by the way his face is all uh, squared out and stuff. You can tell he worked out, but. It is obvious also that it is 
a padded suit just because there's no way you can look like that. Not Well, there's only so many giant him. actors they can recruit, and they already got Dwayne Johnson to play the villain in the sequel, Yeah, which I'm not sure why they waited for the sequel to have him come in, but... I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Like I said, this looks a lot of fun, and it looks like, okay, DC is finally, you know, starting to scale it back. This isn't building towards anything. This is its own movie with little connective hints, and it looks like a lot of fun. It does, yes. I think this is going to be a really popular, really good movie. Yeah, I, I honestly can't wait for this one. And I'm kind of happy to see that DC is finally moving out of the Nolan era where everything has to be dark, broody, and Batman. <laughs> All right. So, for the last DC, Aquaman. Um, I think we both have the same thought. This looks like the uh, Age of Sigmar, Ideneth Deepkin movie. <laughs> yeah. Giant fish monsters fighting each other, and it looks... Yeah fucking awesome and it's from one of our favorite horror movie directors james wan yes so i'm really curious to see what he does with action but i'm also very uh i don't i want to be excited like i am versus sam but at the same time i don't want to be because the last dc movie i got truly kind of excited for was injustice league and i was very disappointed with that. Oh, yeah. We were, we were ready to walk out of Justice oh, League. Oh, yeah, we were. And it wasn't because it was bad. It was because it was boring. Yes. Um, so I don't... For some reason, just Shazam makes me happy and excited. I have a feeling that's going to be good. But Aquaman, I feel like, can still go either way. I want it to be good so bad because I cool. like Aquaman and it's stuff. It's got it a good director. Cool. Yes. Uh, Jason Momoa seems to be having the time of his life. Yes, and he's one of my favorite actors and stuff. So I want it to be good, and I want to like it and stuff, but, like, 40% of me is still like, well, don't let it be in another injustice. So... Uh, I got about a 30% worried. Uh, I guess one of the cool stories I found out was Zachary Levi came out to the Shazam panel holding a Guinness, and he says, yeah, you know, Jason Momoa's back there just handing him out to people. <laughs> so, I mean, Jason Momoa feels like he's a kid in this. Yeah. He really, I think he's going to give it his all. It really comes down to if the material's there. Okay. And uh, Black Manta looked awesome. I don't know if you know who that is. No. He was a giant helmeted dude shooting laser beams. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't remember that part. That's, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple scenes in there. But he looks like his comic counterpart, and he looks badass. The only thing I have to say, and I know this is really petty of me, is being a redhead. I always have to judge other redheads. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go this. this is so really weird. It's not weird. That was fake-ass red hair. Yeah, why does it have... I know she's supposed to have fucking bright-ass red, red hair, but why does it have to look fake? Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> Firstly, there are plenty of red-headed actresses out there. Secondly, there are millions of hairstylists in L.A. alone you could have got in Why there. Why does it look like you just pulled out a fucking aerial wig from the Disney line and slapped it on her head? Like, that's how fucking fake that shit looks. Yeah, that's like the... God! It's a small thing, but no. I'm glad you noticed it, because I was sitting there going, that is some fake-ass hair. As soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, bitch, no. That is, that is some fake-ass hair. <laughs> that is wrong. But, no, like I said, water <laughs> seams look cool. Again, the tone seems... You know, kind of light, but not super jokey. Yeah. And 
the cons like the they look like they're going whole hog with the concept of giant sea monsters, which I know, but my, I'm just gonna have a hard time watching it and not think Idenet Deep Kim. Oh like, yeah. Fucking, why do I have to think of fucking Aegis Sigmar? Because that's what it looks like. <laughs> People are writing giant <laughs> sea monsters into each other. They're not sea monsters, they're giant sharks and turtles. No, there was a giant crab looking thingy <laughs> that does not exist in the normal which was Aquaman. <laughs> no, Warner Brothers. Uh, Games Workshop's going to be knocking on your door. What the hell is this shit? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about one that kind of pissed me off. And Fantastic Beasts, the whatever of whatever. First, we saw the first one. It, it was on my worst movies of the year list. Okay, and I thought it was an eh movie. So, of course, we didn't watch the second one. This is the second one. Oh, I thought it was the third one. No. Oh, okay, well, the whole time I was like, I haven't seen the second one. This third one looks stupid. Okay, so, <laughs> this one, I don't think we're going to see. Who knows, we might if it goes to Redbox. Probably see it, because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. But I'm tired of people telling me the movies were good. The movies were not good. The movies were clunky and poorly acted at times and poorly affected and... They, the best they got was okay. They were never good. Well, they had their problems, but for the people out there, they were good. You, whatever. I I was kind of unimpressed with this trailer, to be honest. Um, it just didn't look appealing to me, and I was very much unimpressed. Well, what's going on? Like, that's the thing. Grindelwald is rising to power. Only Newt, this random jerk-off from the first movie that collects magical animals, can stop him. Yeah, I know, and I feel like I would know more maybe if I read the books or understand From things From what more. I understand, the books are just textbooks. There's not like an actual... Oh, yeah, because yeah, cause my friend has the book. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a textbook. This isn't yeah, any okay. more Harry Potter than... And, like, the first one disappointed and pissed me off because, like, all right, cool. We're going to go to America. We're going to get some interesting world building. We're going to do some more. No, we didn't get... And that's this one. We're not getting any more interesting world building. We're just getting the same... Stuff repeated over and over again. Now, there was one thing, and this has been buzzed, and there's been great debate on whether they were going to address the fact that Dumbledore is gay and that he had a relationship with Grindelwald. And originally, Warner Brothers came out and said, no, we're not going to do that. But there's a scene in the trailer when, you know, Dumbledore is talking to uh, Newt, and he's like, I can't do this anymore. And it cuts to a scene where it looks like Dumbledore is looking into the mirror of Aristat, and he sees Grindelwald. Uh. Now, is that going to be their, you know, low keys? Like, listen, we addressed it. Don't torture us. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I think, I, I think they should. I think that make your movie more interesting. You're already going to piss off the conservative Christian crowd just by having Harry Potter. Why not go whole hog? Yeah. But this movie just looked like the first one. Boring, pedantic, not adding anything interesting. And uh... yeah, I don't. Oh. All right, sorry. Excuse me. I don't really have anything else to say about it. It did not look interesting to me. I know there's people out there that are gonna like it. Good for you. We're just not. We're just not those people. I got the books. The books are great. The movies suck. End of story. All right, let's talk about something that you know, opposite end of the spectrum. I'm super excited for, but did nothing for you. Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah, I know. You're a huge Godzilla fan, seen them all, love it, whatever. I've only seen maybe one or two of the really old movies, like way back when, when I was itty-bitty. So I honestly don't 
know anything, don't remember nothing. Some of the monsters that I saw in the trailer, I recognize just because they're kind of iconic. Well, yeah, they nabbed I know all nothing. the big ones, except for Mechagodzilla. He's not in this one yet, but they nabbed King Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra. And What about the uh, Hydra-looking monster? That was King Ghidorah. Oh, okay. No. And, you know, I, we watched the first movie. Go fuck that movie. That was a god-awful Godzilla movie. In Japan, Toho Studios came out of retirement to make a new Godzilla movie. <laughs> it was so bad. So don't try and come, oh, it's all about suspense building. Fuck off. Yeah. No. I, like I said, the whole concept, and I don't, I hope they don't go through that Godzilla is the antibody to the virus that is humanity, and we have to collect all the titans in order to, like, what the hell was that about? I don't know. That was very, I kind of felt like I was, like, missing information, to be honest. But, I like, it could have just also been because I don't understand anything that goes on in Godzilla. So I I'm know. a Godzilla fan. That's, like, I'm hoping, and this is, you know, far out there, that they're going back to the old school story because there's a lot of callbacks to the old Toho stuff, that she is trying to gather them together to mind control for world domination. I don't think they're going to make an alien, but I could totally see something along those lines. But this looks awesome. And then I also heard today they're including the original Godzilla score, which, you know, immediately flashed back to my childhood and I started humming it happily. (laughs) I'm excited for this movie. And, but I was excited for the first one and it burned me. So this movie's on warning. Yeah. I don't know. I I will watch it because I know you're going to watch it and I have no choice to matter. So, but I mean, as long as it's a cool freaking monster fighting film, that's fine. Yeah. The only thing I had that I said when um when watching the trailer was why does it look like 11 can like mind talk these people? Well, that was also from the originals. Oh. You don't remember the Mothra, the two little Siamese girls that could awaken Mothra? and can uh-huh. Yeah, there's a bunch of callbacks to the old Toho stuff, which is super exciting for me. And again, the bar for failure is not very far for this. I mean, it's really simple. Make a, giant, make a movie where monsters fight each other and destroy stuff. It's really simple. They used to make these movies on just shoestring budgets mm. and somehow they screwed the first one up with an hour and a half of human melodrama and not getting to see godzilla be godzilla lastly let's talk about the big breaking news of comic-con oh. the whole firing of james gunn from guardians now if you prefer your podcast to be totally apolitical not go into anything check out here because it's going to get we're going to talk about real world stuff yes I'm going to try to remain calm, because this one's been pissing me off since I started finding out. Now, I first found this out, and I was like, wait, why? And I was surprised. And I looked up, and the story going around the internet is, well, he made some offensive tweets, and Disney fired him. And at first, I was like, oh, well, he really shouldn't have done that. And then more information came out. Well, then more did the research. He made some offensive tweets over about eight years ago, before, you know, Disney hired him. And the only reason this became an issue was because a Nazi, I'm not going to call him alt-right or anything because he's a fucking Nazi who faces rape allegations of his own, has decided that he is part, James Gunn is part of the secret pedophile ring that runs Hollywood and that Donald Trump is working 
to overthrow them. And that is why these celebrities don't like Donald Trump. And he made it his personal mission to, you know, oust him. Disney sided with goddamn Nazis. Yeah, it's angering, but at the same time, I can see they're just doing it so that they can, I don't know. I think it was just easier for them to fire him and be like, look, we took care of the problem. Everybody just back off than try and go. And before people go, well, he shouldn't have made those tweets. Here's the thing. He got shit, you know, back in 2011 for this because it came out. Everyone grilled him. He came out and said, I'm sorry. I was, you know, this, I didn't mean this. He had a whole thing. He's talked about it again. And he said, you know, I had different views then. I was trying to be provocative and, you know, make a dumb joke. And I'm sorry. And Disney knew about these jokes when they hired him because these allegations and that were happening when they were considering him to be hired. So Disney knew about this. Mm-hmm. And this isn't even just the whole, you know, well, he said some offensive stuff. He should be punished. It's you have now said to these people, if you make a big enough stink, we will side with you. You have given these jackasses the power. And I got, God bless John Batista, or Dave Batista, but he has come out in full support going, no, this is wrong. And it's not wrong just because, you know, people change, opinions change, time passes, we grow as humans. Disney sided with Nazis. Yeah. Motherfucking Nazis. And I am sick and tired of us enabling the trolls and giving them what they want. I mean, we talked about it earlier with the actors being driven off social media by these people. Yeah. And before people go, well, not all fans are like that. What are you doing? Are you pushing back? Are you saying this is not okay? Or are you the ones going, well, you know, you shouldn't be an actress if you don't want to deal with these things. You can't handle these things. Get the fuck out. That's all I got to say on that thing. I I didn't mean to go under the ramble. But it's just, I'm getting tired that, you know, geeks and this whole geek culture, we are now in a position, Hollywood is, you know, pandering to us and bending over backwards. And we're reacting by letting the worst elements run everything. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we're getting a little uh, big for our britches and we need to... Fuck off! Yeah, it shouldn't be like this. It was never supposed to be like this. I don't really have much else to say about this or anything like that and i've kind of already said my piece when i talked about the starfire actress from what i've been told and everything she looks a bit more like her comic book character or whatever well good for her the only problem you're having is the fact that she's fucking black yeah and the same thing happened with kelly marie tran in star wars and again now we're capitulating to nazis and we all saw what happened last time we capitulated the Nazi. Yeah, you're all racist assholes. Just fucking get over yourself. And like, let's stop trying to hide it behind anything else or saying all fans aren't that way. No, you're a bunch of misogynistic, racist assholes. And the rest of the community needs to stand up and address it and stop tiptoeing about it. Yeah. All right, well, that's <laughs> our own little rant. I don't know if Axel or Axelbot won the fight. We'll find out next week. Um, follow us on all the things. Thanks for listening. This has been Lord Commander Ulrich and uh, Slagathor. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in next time. And as always, stay honorable.